Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Lizard cream is the easiest way to tell if your loved ones have turned into a shape-shifting lizard person. Bye. Welcome in. We have a very, very special show today. It is the show about nothing. No sports are allowed. Yep. That's right. As a matter of fact, me just saying that, I think Teddy needs to buzz my genitals. We can't say the word sports. We're we're not going to talk about uh, any of that Mm -hmm. on the show today. But I didn't know we couldn't actually say the word describing what we're not talking about. I guess not. Because okay. Teddy was giving me a dirty look. That's going to be very difficult to describe the show. <laughs> so here's what we have today. We have Bone of Education at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. What's the learning today, Boner? Going to learn about something you've been passionate about, you've talked about for many years, parachuting. The first, I'm fascinated by the idea of the first person to do dangerous things, like go to space, you know, cross a giant canyon or something mm-hmm. like the first person to jump out of a thing in the air. And it was, it, it happened, Mike, before airplanes were invented. Really? There were no like cliff diving. Yeah, no, not, no, he was not. All right. Well, don't spoil it for me. I don't want to spoil now. it for you, but this, this uh, flying Frenchman, as I'm he's excited known, about it. We're going to learn about him and what he did. Yeah. Bone of education, top of the four o'clock hour. It is. Would you rather Thursday? We're still doing that today. You can send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. We hold you to the same standards we hold ourselves. Mm-hmm. We will not entertain any Would You Rathers today that talk about sports. Oh, what was that? I don't know, but it's... What just happened? Sounded like the buzzer took a crap. Try that again. Sports. That, that is, one sounded fine. Did you hit it twice? I didn't do anything. I think... I think uh, Teddy hit it twice. Okay, I w- I will say that I am I am injured as we start the show today. What do you? mean? I hurt my back right before the show. I was with Timmy Hall. I was playing paint. No, 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 no. I think Bone he can't do that. Right? That's oh, talking about ping yes. pong. Well, you just did it. <laughs> you just said it. First of all, ping pong. Stop it. It is a recreational activity. No, it is not that, a sport. Uh, <laughs> How are we supposed to do this if we can't say the word sport? What is I feel like I feel like in one of those gangster movies where you like get shot once, you're like, oh, and then it's like bam, bam, bam. I just can't. I can't get back. <laughs> this is Ryan Dave's bullwhip. Uh, <laughs> we can't talk about Ryan Dave. We can't even say his name. No. It's no sports today. There's none. You can't do anything with this. All right. Well, you got hurt outside. I hurt hurt my back. Spinal. I, I. Mike Tyson talking to Jim Gray. That's sports technically. So I can't even bring that up. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) The buzzer's getting to work out. (laughs) It's not ready. Not ready. All right. So I hurt myself today. hurt yourself. And I want to let you know that I was in the middle of doing something. 
when I hurt myself. Well, you can't say what you were doing. I was in the middle of an activity mm. when I hurt myself. Who was involved in this activity? Timmy Hall was in the middle of this activity with right. me. So you Timmy and Timmy Hall. very upset that he can't beat me at this particular activity. You were involved in an activity. Yes. You were doing this activity with Timmy Hall in front of everyone who was in the office at the time. Right. And, and I hurt myself, yourself. and yet he still could not beat me. But I'm playing hurt right now. Playing a game? No. Because that I don't want to get into... It's a, it's a term. Okay. Meaning I'm injured. Okay. My back hurts while I'm doing this show. Okay. This show that is absolutely not about sports. Can't... Whoa, no buzzer there. No buzzer. I guess okay. he's... Okay, okay, fine. He's warmed on the idea. And buzzer, buzzer broke. A buzzer. <laughs> Great. All right, anyway, so I'm injured today. All right. Uh, let's start the show, shall we? Because I have lots of I mean, things to discuss today. Some would argue we never stop starting the show, but yeah, go ahead. Um, I would like to tell you because we are we are obligated to say this that we have a, a poll on the website every single day. Yes, that poll though relates to things that we cannot talk about on the show today. So if you'd like to participate in the Reichert Kia fan poll, you can go to nine seven one thefancom Yeah. All right. So that's anyway. That's we won't be talking about it, but it's all there. Reichert Kia fan poll. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brazilian president J.R. Bolizano, is that how we say his name? Bolson, Bolsonaro? Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. Jair Jurgens no. may have to have emergency surgery after he's had hiccups that have persisted for over ten days. Whew. Ten that, days. That is. That is something. He was rushed to the hospital in the early hours yesterday morning complaining of abdominal pain. A military hospital. He says he's had an unrelenting bout of hiccups, which has lasted for more than 10 days. Man, I don't know if you've seen the picture of him that came out from his official account. Like, I'm on NBC's website right now. NBC News has an article about this. And it, it, it shows him in the hospital... And it shows him with his shirt off and a bunch of tubes attached to him. And I'm saying if I'm the leader of a country, I'm going to probably veto that picture going out. Because it's not a flattering well, picture. He, was, he was probably sedated, so he couldn't veto it. But I guess he was having problems speaking. Well, and they diagnosed, the for 10 days? they yeah. diagnosed the problem as a bowel obstruction. Oh, can that? I, I guess. I guess that could cause. I had no idea that could even be such a thing that would cause that. Well, I guess hiccup is essentially your body just saying, "What the hell's going on here?" Well, yeah, but isn't that your uh, your uh, the muscle that can, controls your lungs? Is that your is that your diaphragm? I don't know. I think. Is it? I think so. Yeah, I thought that's what the I thought that's what hiccups were was a contraction of that muscle sporadically. Like could be, but I guess if you have something obstructing your bowel. Maybe that interferes with... I'm going to say it's a whole pork chop. The dude does not chew his food properly. It was a whole pork chop that was stuck there. He watched a Bugs Bunny cartoon and sees how they eat steaks where they just suck it off the bone. Yeah, that's killed Elvis, right? Elvis had a bowel obstruction. Oh, I didn't That's why he was was so constipated. He could not not go to the bathroom. And so I think he was straining to go to the bathroom, and he had a hemorrhage and died right on the crapper. Yeah, you don't want to go that way. Also, I'm going to guess, and I hope he doesn't, you don't want to go out with a bout of incurable hiccups. 
That's one of the irrational, stupid fears, though, that I have carried for a long time. And I don't think we've ever, you or I, had an issue on this show. But I've always thought, what would happen if we just started having the hiccups? Well, I control my hiccups. That doesn't happen to me. What is it? What is it? What is it? You know that. I have one hiccup. I shut it down. Then that's one the hiccup. end of it. One I, hiccup. Then I, I shut it down. Yeah, it's but... Mental. I, <laughs> It's all mental. mental. By the way, I like how the Brazilian president, he's famous for saying COVID, not real, not really a big thing. But now his new platform is going to be COVID, not real, hiccups, very real. (laughs) Get screened for hiccups today. Get your hiccups vaccine right now. They're like, that doesn't exist, sir. He's like, yeah, like COVID doesn't exist. I rest my case. And everybody goes, what does that mean? And he goes, I'm the president. Shut up. And that's it. I hope he's okay. Would you get a hiccups vaccine? Let's say the hiccups vaccine. What's the risk? 2%. 2% what? 2% chance you drop dead. They stick the needle oh, in your arm, no, you hiccups, drop dead. 98% chance you never have to deal with hiccups, hiccups again. Hiccups are not that big of a problem for me. Because I'm like you. I mean, I don't. I don't. You control your hiccups. I don't say they Get it, out of here, hiccups. I don't say it like a douche and like you did there. But yes, I <laughs> say it like it. I control my hiccups. My hiccups will not dominate me. Mind I, over matter. Yeah, okay. Don't tell me about the pain. Just show me the baby. Stop those hiccups. Right. <laughs> All I'm Spielman is, hosting the show today. Yeah, right. I, I typically. Oh, violation. Sports. Mm-hmm. Can't talk about that. Uh, no, but I, I don't find them to be a big enough problem that I would want to take that risk. I just, yeah, I'd like usually hold my breath or something and they go away. What um, would there be something that has, let's say, a 5% chance of death? Like, I'll tell you straight up. If they said there is a shot you can get and that shot will make food have no calories, but it will still taste awesome. Oh, I'm shooting for, 40%. that into my eyeball. 40%. <laughs> you give me a 40% chance of death. Right. Oh, I would do it for even a higher percentage chance of death. I would just have to clear that with the fam to be like, hey, are you all right with me? They, You dying would, right. would actually help them out. You're probably right. So that's right. Assuming they don't care, then yes, sign me up for that instantaneously. What else would it? Would that be the highest one? What would Food be, has no calories. I mean, I like. I mean, obviously, there's the there, yeah lifetime of health. Oh, that's where you were going. You know, <laughs> no, where you were going. Where did you, thought, where'd you think I was going? I thought you were going to say, obviously, there's the increase of size of things. Oh, see, I, I don't, don't know care. I don't know why people are so hung up on that. I, I can understand if you're a single guy that you'd be hung up on that. At this point, I've been married for almost 15 years. Yeah, you could just lop it right off. That doesn't matter to me. If you make it bigger, that'd be actually a pain in the ass. More adjustments. Mm-hmm. I'm already sticking my hand down my pants, moving things around. So I hate it. Could you, I just want it to retract into my body and only come out when I need it. That's your problem. Is it's it's so uncomfortable. You don't think large. that's a problem for no, some of these mandingo that. guys? I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying it's a problem to the point that. Out in public, people are like, man, dude, get your hand out of your pants. Like, you don't understand. It's just so large. Yes. I, I have a summer sausage down there. <laughs> you send these things to your sons in the military. Your sons in the military? Wasn't that the old thing that uh, I don't know. they used to do it like Katz's Deli? Send a sausage overseas oh, to they? your son in the war. Wasn't okay. that one of those things? Okay. Send a sausage to a soldier. I didn't know about that. Well, I mean, just, I'm just educating you. Sounds like a winner to me. Sure. Who doesn't love a good sausage in the summer? Well, you're in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, World War II or something, fighting the Nazis. You need a preserved meat. You're like, hey, man, big sausages came for you from your parents. 
And they're like, they get me. Mom and dad really Suddenly understand it what seem I like. like such a bad day. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go take on the Nazis or whoever you're yes, fighting. And the you're Nazis. Gonna, as you know, Ryan Zimmerman is there <laughs> no. playing first base for the Nazis. <laughs> I was saying it like Brad Pitt said it hey, in glorious and glorious bastards. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we did a whole segment. All right, now let's talk about the movie that they're going to make about an entire town Yes, that had big erections. <laughs> Four years ago, reports spread that a village in County Cork, mm-hmm. whose residents were getting uh, fumes from the nearby Pfizer plant where they make Viagra. Yeah. They complained that the fumes from the plant were causing... The men and apparently the dogs in the town have some uncontrollable reactions, let's just say. Right. At a time, the spokesperson for the pharmaceutical company denied these statements, stated that the claims were an amusing delusion. Um, Well, it turns out that, yes, this probably wasn't the case, and this probably did not cause the problems that it was being attributed to. has it been proven... It has not been proven okay. either way. That was all about Cox. Fletcher Cox. So this inspired a play, which is now being turned into a film. The film is being called Love in Kilnery. I also apologize. That was a sports play-by-play clip. I shouldn't have played it. Mm, that's no good. I know. No sports not, today. Not good. I apologize. Anyway, Kilnery is a fictional village, and the plot has been uh, changed a little bit around. But ultimately, this movie was filmed in New Hampshire. It was a play in New York City before that. Anyway, they have workshopped this. They have made the film, and they are going to basically summarize it as this. Elderly, elderly residents of a small remote town panic after the EPA announces that the government-mandated changes to their water supply needed for the chemical plant could create a byproduct that would dramatically increase their sexual libido. The sheriff struggles to maintain order and decency as mayhem ensues. As it would. Now, there. I want to be very clear. This is not a movie where it's a dark theater. You go in and you're you're going to see Fred Willard there. Like, this is not that type <laughs> of movie. Fred's never going to live that down, no, man. No, he's the poor guy. He's, he's he dead. He never will. He never we're still will. talking about him. Yeah. Well, he did. he's already not lived it down because he's dead and we're still talking about it. Anyway, so this is supposed, this is like a regular film where that's the premise. So if that appeals to you, it will be. Sounds hilarious to it's me. gotten a North American distribution deal so you can watch it. But anyway, if you see it and it says based on a true story, not really. People thought that, but it, it doesn't well, it appear to. it has not been disproven. Okay, fair enough. You know, the future bone, people tell me the future is the human race eating bugs. Mm. That's the future. I've I've heard that because there's a lot of protein. There, in the there's bugs. a lot of people, and so obviously, you know, we're going to need a, a a better source of protein to feed all the people that we're going to have on this planet. But animal farming also a cause of uh, climate issues. Oh, sure, yeah, because you know, it's not good on the environment with mm-hmm. all the animal farts and methane and. <laughs> The concentration like of that. all that, yeah. Well, it's, it, it and contributes. it's the growing the feed that it takes to grow the animals, and yeah, and you got to transport all that. Yeah, yeah there's whatever. a lot of lot of stuff going on. That's there. what people tell me. So they say that in the future we're all going to eat bugs. Good news is the future's not here yet, but there are some people trying to make that happen. Tizania Di Castano 
makes pizza dough from scratch, mixing together flour, yeast, pinch of salt, dash of olive oil, and what we all use to make pizza dough, cricket powder. <laughs> yes. She is an edible insect entrepreneur. That's how she describes herself. Okay. I want business cards with that on it. Mm. She holds cricket and mealworm cooking classes okay. at her West London home, where she also raises the critters in the backyard shed with her husband, Tom. See? It's like right. a homestead. Yeah. Well, it's smaller. That saves on space, well, right? I'm just saying, like, Pioneer Woman's husband. Yeah, he's got he's lad. Got lad. Lad's got thousands and thousands of acres in Oklahoma mm-hmm. so he can raise the cows. Yeah. This chick's in the middle of London. And she's got a farm. And she's got her protein ranch right in the back shed. Mealworms like and crickets. That's good. Yeah. Uh, her startup is called Horizon Insects. Mm-hmm. And it's part of Europe's edible insect scene. Did you know there was a scene? Well, I mean, I didn't know there was a scene. Yes, I know, features I know. dozens of bug-related businesses offering cricket chips in the Czech Republic, bug burgers in Germany, and Belgian beetle beer. The European Union headquarters in Brussels is also backing research into insect-based proteins as part of a broader sustainable food strategy. Yeah, look, I mean, let's think about this real quick. There are probably a lot of foods that if we got right down to it, the the food is made with ingredients now that we don't really taste the end product. Like, you know how much there is corn in almost anything Corn you is eat? in everything that you eat. Right, but I don't think most people eat certain items. Corn go, is in your KY drinking station, <laughs> K5. <laughs> corn that's, juice that's, comes that's, out. You get that from the Kentucky branch. That's not from me. Anyway, the point is... If there's something like, hey, instead of cornmeal, we've got cricket meal. It's ground up crickets. I'm sure they can process it and flavor it to the point that I wouldn't even know. I could maybe get there on that. If you're telling me I've got to pop like a live cricket and that's the only way I can eat crickets. No, I'm not doing that. There's got to be an in-between there. I, I could handle some of that stuff, but not most of it. Uh, It says around the world, 2 billion people in 130 countries eat insects regularly. Oh, wow. The global edible insect market is poised to boom, according to investment bank Barclays, citing data from meticulous research that forecasts it will grow from less than 1 billion in 2019 to 8 billion by 2030. So the smart money's on the bugs, Bone. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, man. I uh, Have you had her? Can't talk. Have you ever had a cauliflower pizza crust? Yes. Okay. I had one many, many years ago as part of a weight loss adventure Mm -hmm. where I tried it, didn't like it, was very cauliflowery. I didn't think it tasted good at all. I think there's been advancements in the cauliflower crust. That's what I'm saying. So then I just a few weeks ago was at my parents' house and they ordered pizza from like a chain. And they're trying to eat a little healthier. So they said, oh, we got a cauliflower crust if you want to try that. And I said, oh, yeah. It's been a while since I They also I got triple it. pepperoni on top, but they let's did. not talk about that. <laughs> but I'm saying I tried the cauliflower crust, and you know what? Much better. Yeah. It was much more tolerable. And I actually found myself saying if, if they had not told me, I might have thought something was a little odd with the toppings. I may have tasted a little hint, but I don't even know if I would have noticed. It was It was pretty good what they did. So I'm saying maybe we get there with crickets and mealworms down the road. I'm not I'm not going to guess that right now most of the insect products you could eat are good. But maybe in 10 years, 
Maybe I'll be and eating again, stuff and you you not brought really up the point about it. this stuff being processed to the point where yes. like now my wife ate a chocolate covered like cricket once because mm. yes. my nephews brought them over sure. and they're like oh yeah can you try them and I would not try them but she ate it but you know it was shaped like a cricket. Of course. With yes. some chocolate on it. But right. if you really think about it, as disgusting as eat, the thought for me of eating bugs is, when you eat, how many pig penises do you think we're actually eating? <laughs> Quite a few. That's my point. Is it's uh, right. all been ground but up it's, and it's chopped up. But it's processed to yeah. the point where when you have a sausage, you're not thinking like, oh, this pig penis, delicious <laughs> today. I'm not right? thinking about that. Well, now I am. So may, to your point, maybe they'll get the cricket powder. Yes. Process to the point where you throw it in some of the foods for a good source of protein. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, there are so many. There's, they're literally protein powder that people make, you know, workout shakes out of and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. Well, if you said, oh, hey, uh, 17% of this is now cricket as opposed to some other thing. Is that going to be the end of your world? Probably not. Are you going to be able to taste it? Probably not. And if that's something that they say, oh, if we just make that little change, it helps with all this other stuff. All right, I'm willing to listen to that. That's all. I'm not saying I'm going to be looking forward to society evolves. Go to a steakhouse and they're like, "Here you go. These ones are rare." And they're just hopping around on the plate. Like I'm that's not I'm not doing that. But yeah, there's there's probably applications where cricket would be fine. Yes, my grandfather used to say when the subject of sushi came up. Mm. He said, "Why the hell would I pay extra for a raw piece of fish then I I can go down the street and get a fish sandwich from McDonald's." Sure. Right? Well, that's his perspective. That's his perspective and I don't I don't blame him for having that perspective. Yeah. Because I probably have the same perspective on just eating bugs. Mm-hmm. Why the Absolutely. hell would I eat a bug when I could eat a hamburger? But you know what? If you've grown up as a kid, like my kids will, having heard of this and like, hey, this is a good alternative. And oh, by the way, here are some products now at the grocery store. Well, yeah, my, my kid eats sushi, doesn't think anything of it. Yeah, I'm saying like kids now, you know, we, our generation, you're my generation, doesn't even think of eating sushi as a bad or weird thing. But, like, I'm saying kids 20 years from now, is there adults? Yeah, they're probably going to be like, oh, eat some cricket stuff. Yeah, they've had that since I was a kid. That's no big deal. Mike, I just got a little distracted because I saw this story, and I thought you might be interested in it. What? In Meridian, Mississippi, police are investigating a case involving a robbery, a shooting, an adult film, and a naked man running (laughs) through a residential neighborhood. Uh, police say the armed robbery happened at an abandoned abandoned alternative school. There were three people inside the abandoned school making an adult film. So that's illegal. You're not allowed to do that, right? It's not your I don't property. Know. Well, it's not your property. You can't go in there and well, fair do anything, but let alone make a you know make an adult film. Can you get squatters' rights? That that's brings the name of the show. Meaning to the squatters term squatters' rights. <laughs> But it's like, what do they usually do? It's Squatters Rights, Volume 74. Yes, use the back door Uh when it's time for Squatters Rights. Police say that apparently this, this one of the people who was in the film then decided to rob the other two? Oh. The best I can understand it? So did they lure them in? I'm and not, say, hey, man, we're filming this porn. Then when their pants are down, literally. Well, here's the thing. The robber was also naked. Oh. So everyone was apparently naked. And then the robber was like, hey, you owe me $200. The One of the, I wouldn't hesitate to call this person a porn star, but, you know, one of the people. No, not a porn star, <laughs> right, man. One of the people trying to make the porn said, <laughs> hey, you two owe me $200 for this. They said no. 
That's when first porn man pulled out a gun. I don't know where he pulled it out from. That's not in the story. First porn man sounds like the last of a Mohicans style story. It's like (laughs) now first Native American first porn man. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. The victim then tried to make a run for it. Victims, I should say. The two people who were being robbed. Uh, But then they were chased and shot at by the naked robber, Mm -hmm. putting several holes in their car. Uh, the detective in this story has an interesting name. His name is Rochester Anderson. All right. He said, in my seven years of doing this, this is one of the most unique incidents that I've ever run across. And I want to know, whenever someone is interviewed who's like a detective about a weird case, are they forced to give the amount of years that they've been on the force? Yes. Because I hear that every time I read one of these stories, they're like, in my 27 years of being a police officer, I've never seen this. There's got to be a time where they've interviewed someone and they've been like, well, in my 17 hours of being on the force, this is the first case I've ever seen like this. Not every person is a 30-year veteran, right? Yeah, you but this guy is. Well, no, this guy was a seven-year veteran. All right, well, Seven's still. not that, well, maybe you should be a police officer longer. You'll probably see some crazier stuff than this. Seven years. That's not enough time. All right. Just telling you. Anyway, be careful if you're making uh, nudie movies in abandoned places and then trying to rob people. A woman was scared shirtless, her words, after finding 18 snakes under her bed in Georgia. That was a close call there. I did not know where we were going with that. Trish, Trish Wilcher was headed to sleep on Sunday in her Augusta home when she noticed something odd. She said, I spotted what I thought was a piece of fuzz on the floor. Went to reach for it, and it moved. Yikes. She said a... Oh, sorry. She said a second later, another piece moved, and she went to her husband to let him know they have snakes. The family learned they had 17 babies who had recently hatched oh. and a mother snake as guests in their home. Ooh. Her husband, Max Wilcher, used a grabber tool to place each on a, in a linen bag before taking them to a nearby creek and releasing them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh. So I'm assuming if that happened in your house, you're moving instantly. You getting a grabber tool and removing them yourself? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know the answer. I'm taking a match and burning and the house burning down. the house down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Says that uh, they're hard to detect because they don't smell or make much noise. Well, you know, that's probably fair. I don't think they would smell by themselves. Well, but there if is they're a myth. Using, they're using the bathroom or something in a space for a, enough time, I would think you would smell something. Well, who knows what type of house these people live into? It could be well, a filth hole, some enough. sort of trailer, right? But I guess there's this myth that snakes smell like cucumbers. Oh, really? Yes, I'd not, I'd but a snake that. expert says, unfortunately, they don't smell that good. They usually don't smell like anything unless you pick one up and smell it a lot. Mm-hmm. This guy's like, trust me, I can't get enough of their aroma. I wish they smelled more, but they don't. He says you might smell a musky, really nasty smell. All right, first of all, I contend that if a snake is under your bed giving birth to 17 snake babies, there's some sort of aroma. That comes out of the snake. There might be. Right? I would think so. That's terrifying. Yes, it's terrifying. That's, uh, I mean, these people have like a platform bed. Where I you don't, don't know. You can't see under the bed usually. That's, uh, 17 snakes. That's a lot. I'm sorry. 18 snakes. 17 of those were babies. Snake babies. Snake babies.
Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No. You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks you would. That. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying would get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just want to. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat. Soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, now. Don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. Right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 